Hi, I'm Bree. And I'm Christy. And we are Married, Married to Marketing. Today we're going to look at some marketing issues someone from the e-discovery field is facing. So the message said, Hi, Bree and Christy. I work at an e-discovery company where we help law firms with electronic evidence, and I am trying to decide whether I need to market my company, myself, or my services. I've thought about Instagram a little bit, or maybe sharing some safety tips. I'm a little lost. Any advice would be great. Thanks. First of all, my question would be, is it is the company yours and yours alone? Or are you having to um, deal with any like contract issues? Because if you're doing this specific skill just for the company, you wouldn't necessarily want to put all of your effort into marketing yourself for that because any business you get from that isn't necessarily going to be specifically for you. It'll be for the company. Right. So I actually did follow up with him and I said, so do you have to pull your own clients? And he said he does. So my understanding is it's kind of like almost like a real estate agent. Like you might work for an overall arching company, but you're doing the work as kind of like a contractor. Okay. I think the hard part, you're going to have to do a little bit of all three. You're definitely going to want to make it seem like you are very much a professional and an expert. And I think one of the best ways to do that is to connect with other experts and professionals to where they it at least shows that they trust you right because when people are looking for someone who does this and they see other experts quoting them or like getting, endorsing yeah, them like and things endorsing like that them like you automatically trust that professional a lot more as an expert right so I guess, too, and I mean, if you're working with a law firm, so they probably know they need your service. Um, I'm thinking, like, case studies, maybe, like, white papers explaining some of the things that you have done, some of the techniques that you use, maybe, um, success stories, testimonials from people that you've worked with. But that would be tough, too, because, you know, maybe they say, at so-and-so firm. You okay, know. but it can be, I feel like that can be as easy as... You know, I guess, like, my thought process is, like, I know we're constantly told um, that the problem with court cases and the public is that we're like, oh, like, there's fingerprints or where's the fingerprints or DNA and all this stuff. But the thing, like, and you constantly hear, like, well, police departments don't really have access to all that. Right. And that's not really, that's just because you see it on CSI doesn't mean that it's a real thing. Yeah. So even, I think, just, like, tweeting out, like, snippets of this show and being, or that show and being like, hey, like, we can actually do this. We can make this happen for you if your investigation needs this. Well, I think, I mean, e-discovery is more like, um, for instance, I worked with an e-discovery client in college my senior year, and they did, like, you know, so they raided a house. Well, they didn't, but the police had raided a house and they were trying to catch all these people in a drug ring. Well, there was a cell phone left and they were able to take all of this information off the cell phone um, 
and give it back to the person. They had copied over all of the information and they were able to bust like a ton of people in this drug ring just because they had the contacts and then they had all of the evidence they needed too. They had text messages, emails, whatever these people were doing. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, that that's a really cool idea, taking snippets from, you know, like whatever, CSI or whatever all those yeah shows <laughs> whatever those shows are and saying hey you know like we we can do this and it really doesn't like from my understanding doesn't take that long like they just need the phone for like a minute or two or you know whatever um that's a cool idea i just think of too like this is a hard thing to market because it is technically like b2b so business to business i mean marketing to business people in general is just hard um, I would say definitely LinkedIn. You got to be on LinkedIn. You got to be writing articles and, you know, maybe making videos. Um, let's see. Twitter. I think there are a lot, you know, older men are on Twitter a lot, um, especially business professionals. Um, and y- you don't want to get too technical because you don't want to lose people. They don't know exactly what it is that you do. Right. So having to keep it a little more, um, not even sale. I mean, you don't want to be salesy about it. Nobody's going to connect with somebody that's... Especially when you're trying to be an expert in something that's really scientific. Yeah. But, and I think another... Safety tips is a good idea, though, for sure. But that's more on the civilian side. I mean, if you're trying to get with law firms... I think it also depends on what you're trying to do. Are you trying to expand to where you're not just working for law firms to where you're maybe, you know, like, you know, expanding to different people that would maybe need your services? Like private, like almost like a PI type deal or... It just really depends on what you're trying to do. But if you're just working in like court cases and stuff, like definitely LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, But then you also just kind of want to build a brand around yourself so that... When these law firms and stuff are trying to find who to use, like, you do look like you have a name. Yeah. And make sure you have your own spot. So, I was just thinking about this, too. If people are Googling it, you want to make sure you have your own spot on that web, your company's website that's Mm -hmm. dedicated just to you and your blog. Um, And if that's not something you currently have access to, I would definitely, you know, make the argument that if you are trying to pull in clients and you go have a talk, and you you pitch your business to someone, right? And then you leave, and you give them your card, and it takes them to an overall business page, and it doesn't mention you, then it, it kind of looks like they're not getting what they asked for. They asked yeah. for you. So you need to have a space on that site. Or it almost gives that idea that, like, you know, you just went out there and sold yourself, and then they go to look for you, and, like, really, you're just a comp- Like, you're just possibly some random person at a company yeah because then they you know they might worry are you actually going to be the one working on their case or is it going to be some joe schmo that's sitting in the office um you know just doing your work and you're just a salesperson essentially so definitely make sure you have your own spot on the website were there any other questions you had um so he asked about he was thinking about starting an Instagram. I would say hard no on Instagram uh, just because it's younger. It's visually appealing. People don't really read the captions too much. Yeah, I just I don't know how much you could do on Instagram. Yeah, I don't feel like that's it. Giving folks tips about online safety. We kind of talked about that. 
um, and or information on open source intelligence tools. I mean, that's what what I do to try and position myself as an expert in my field is, you know, giving out those um, pieces of information just because it does make you look knowledgeable yeah. and you can connect and learn from other people. I think definitely, maybe even... Um... Because, you know, we talked about Twitter and how you have to keep Twitter kind of vague enough that you're not losing interest. But kind of, I think, a good way to utilize Twitter so that you have a presence there would be to kind of, like, link yourself back to your blog through your Twitter. Yeah. So, um, I think a blog is something you definitely would have to do. And that would be just a really good, like, outlet. Yeah. And where you just kind of write cool things that you've learned about or in just informative texts and stuff like that and then you can take a really cool snippet from your blog and put that on twitter with a link back to your blog right and it's a cool way to get people to your blog and when people are google or when these law firms are googling what they need done it gives you more chance to show up right Exactly. Those blog posts are really important. And if you're looking for ideas for that, you can literally type in your service. And if you scroll down to the bottom of the Google page, it shows things that people have searched for using that term. Um, And then sometimes, too, there are even question boxes in that result page. And you can see the questions that people are asking about what it is that you do. And that's really beneficial. I mean, then you don't even have to come up with ideas as to what to write. It's right there for you. But I think that's a good place to start. LinkedIn, Twitter, and a blog. Make sure you have your own space on the website. And white papers are going to be good too. I mean, you can put those on your blog. It depends on how you want to do it. And then promote it on Twitter what, as well. Um, forum would be good for blogs. Is that the right word? Forum. A good place to have a blog? Yeah. Well, I would just suggest to have it on the website. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you don't want to have your blog separate um, unless they're not giving you a place on the company's website, in which case, I mean, you could literally go out and make a WordPress site that has, you know, your name, and uh, then you can put a blog on there. It's super easy. All right, that's a wrap. Be sure to subscribe so you can catch the next Married to Marketing.